Section 11 of The Exploits of Juva by Marcel Alain and Pierre Souvestre. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Chapter 11 The Shower of Sand. I'm afraid it's not quite the thing to enter people's houses in this fashion, whispered Juba, as the two men found themselves in the hall of Dr. Shalek's little house in the Frashot district. It was about midnight, and through the fanlight of the outer door a dim twilight enabled the detective and the journalist to get an idea of the place in which they stood. It was a fairly large hall, with double doors on either hand leading into the drawing and dining rooms. At the far end rose a winding staircase, and under it a door to the cellar. A hanging lamp, unlit, was suspended from the ceiling, and the walls were covered with dark tapestries. Juva and Fandor remained silent and motionless for some moments. They might well be perturbed, for they had just entered the house in the most unwarrantable manner, and they knew the doctor to be at home. The lodge-keeper of the Cité had seen him return about two hours ago. For one moment Juva had asked himself whether he should not ring, in the most natural manner in the world, and afterwards contrive some explanation. But the silence, the peace which prevailed, and the conviction that Dr. Chalek, quite off his guard, must be enjoying deep slumber, prompted him to try and get into the house unannounced. If the door was only bolted, if it was not secured from within by a latch, the officer might reckon on finding among his pass-keys one that would allow him to open it. Juba was, indeed, equipped like the prince of burglars. Well, the attempt had succeeded. Without trouble or noise, journalist and officer made their way into the place. Before imparting to Fandor his plan of operations, Juba handed him a pair of rubbers, and then at a signal they both ascended to the first floor. The detective's plan was to make a sudden incursion into Chalek's bedroom, and in the surprise of a sudden awakening question him and inspect the fingers of his right hand, which presumably had left on the register a tell-tale trace of blood. Juba had scarcely entered the room when Fandor switched on the lights. The two men started back in disgust. The room was empty. Without a pause, Juba cried, To the study! A moment later they found themselves in the room they knew so well from having spent a whole night there behind the window curtains. Chalek was not there either. Vandor searched the bathroom nearby, careless of the noise he made, then hurried after Juba to the floor below in the fear that the doctor might already have made his escape juba quickly reassured him the doors and shutters of the rooms were hermetically closed the hall door had not been touched suddenly slight sounds became audible from the floor above a crackling of the boards the muffled sounds of hasty footsteps faint rustlings chalek knows we are here whispered juba we must play with our cards on the table the two men cocked their pistols and made a rush upstairs they had left the electric light burning on the floor above, and at first their eyes were dazzled by the sudden brightness, multiplied by the reflection from the glass which lined the octagonal-shaped landing. Again the noises were heard. Chalek, or someone else, was in the study. Juva disappeared. In half a minute he returned and bumped into Fandor. "'Where are you coming from?' he cried. "'I thought you were behind me.' "'So I was,' replied Fandor but I left you to take a look in the study. But it was I who was in the study. Fandor stared in amazement. 
are you losing your senses i've just come from there myself well we weren't there together that's certain let's try again the two proceeded in the dark to the head of the staircase with their heels they verified the last step then juba said in a low voice i will go forward four paces i am now in the middle of the landing i lift the curtain turn and go in the steady tick of the little empire clock on the mantelpiece assured juba that he was indeed in the study well here i am and mechanically he flung his hat on the sofa but scarcely had he uttered these words when fandor's voice very clear but some way off answered i am in the study too juva now switched on the light fandor was not there rushing back to the landing he ran full tilt into his friend and the two gripped each other in amazement look here exclaimed fandor if i'm not mistaken you turn to the right past the curtain while i turn to the left there may be two separate entrances to the study let us keep together this time replied juba i propose to get to the bottom of this mystery as they came out of the darkness of the passage and plunged into the full light of the room juba stopped short his hat was no longer on the sofa fandor went to the mantelpiece turned and confronted the detective i stopped the clock some moments ago and here it is going and keeping exact time how do you account for it juba was about to reply when suddenly with a dry click the light went out fandor at the same moment gave a startled cry juba the door is fastened we are shut in with one bound juba leaped for the window but after opening the casement he perceived that thick iron shutters padlocked banished all hope of escape in that quarter fandor was ashy pale juba staggered as he moved toward him walled in he cried we are walled in but a new terror suddenly confronted the two men the floor appeared to be giving way and as the descent proceeded regularly they realized that they were in a strange form of elevator the study however did not drop very far with a slight shock it reached the end of the run and stopped short juba cried with an air of relief well here we are and it now remains to find out where we are the existence of two studies identical in every particular one of which was housed in an elevator explained not only the events of the evening but also the tragedy of two days before juba did you feel anything yes what is it i don't know both had just experienced a weird sensation impossible to define upon their hands and faces slight prickings irritated the skin the air at the same time seemed heavier and more difficult to breathe there was besides a soft vague crackling with some difficulty juba lighted his pocket lamp by its faint glimmer the two men made a discovery a fine rain of sand was falling from the ceiling it's collapsed cried fandor we're done for replied juba they passed through some awful moments all around the sand gathered and rose juba tried to comfort his friend it would need an enormous amount of sand to fill this room and bury us alive it will cease to fall presently but horrible to relate as the level of the sand rose on the floor they observed by the flickering gleam of the lamp that the ceiling was now being lowered little by little fandor raised his arm and touched it they were about to be crushed juba do not let me die this way kill me his comrade made no reply at first paralyzed by the shock he now felt an unspeakable fury rise up in him he began beating the walls with his fists shaking the furniture he seized a chair and drove it against the door 
the chair struck with a ring upon metal and broke uttering a loud sigh the detective drew out his revolver he would at least save his friend the torments of an awful death suddenly a fearful crash resounded the moving mass of sand was falling away from them into some gaping hole below while at the same time fresh moist air reached them and refreshed their lungs evidently some communication with the outside world had been established juva relit his lamp and was bending over to examine what had taken place when the floor all at once gave way under his feet and he fell dragging fandor with him they found themselves up to mid-leg in water but unhurt juva's voice rang out we are saved i see now what happened our trap had a thin flooring and when down it rested on a fragile arch that arch gave way and with the sand we have tumbled into the sewer of the place pigale which if i am not mistaken connects with the main of the chasse d'autin come along friend fandor we'll find means to get out of this before long floundering in the mud they made their way along the drain until juba halted and uttered a cry of triumph on the left wall of the vault his hand encountered iron rings one above the other it was a ladder leading to one of the manholes in the pavement he quickly climbed up and with a vigorous push raised the heavy slab in a few moments both men emerged and fell exhausted in the roadway when fandor recovered his senses he was lying in a large ill-lighted hall the first sound he heard was juba's voice arguing hotly and volubly why you're nothing but a pack of idiots we burglars it's utter rot i tell you i'm juba inspector of public safety end of chapter eleven read by don w jenkins rancho san diego california shaggybark.blogspot.com